Hey, 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 beings. You are listening to the Self-Tivity Podcast. I am your host, Danny, your self-investment storyteller. Today's episode features a special guest who will be a valuable participant in our Being to Being Self-Tivity segments. The Being to Being segments are a fun way to connect with beings who are open-minded, enjoys thought-provoking questions, and perspective-shifting concepts. I also invite entrepreneurs and business owners who have a thought, product, or service that contributes to our self-investment journey in the areas of personal growth, mindset, well-being, entrepreneurship, and or financial empowerment. Guests will participate in our Being to Being activities bi-weekly, so be sure to follow so you don't miss out on all the fun. Let's find out who's on today and what self-tivity experience they will present to us. Are you ready? Because I and today I have another game for you guys. I have another being to being interaction. We are here with Leslie Irvis and Leslie is a optimal health and wellness coach. She's going to participate in what I call Danny Dividends. So Danny Dividends is very related to TED Talks, but it's in my virtual podcast world. We are going to have Leslie on the stage, the self-tivity stage, and she is going to have seven minutes on the clock. But What's fun about this one is that I have an impromptu scenario. So Leslie did not practice. She has no idea what my scenario is, but she's going to give us a seven-minute speech in response to my scenario. But before we get started, I want to give you the opportunity, Ms. Leslie, to share with people a little bit about yourself, and then we'll go ahead into the game. Yeah, awesome. Well, first, thank you for having me, for sure. Uh, who am I? I am a wellness and health coach. I'm a registered dietitian and personal trainer for the real technical terms there, I guess. But <laughs> what I do is I help committed individuals lose weight, remove emotional eating tethers, reduce disease-inducing patterns so they can live shame and guilt-free lives in hand, free as they possibly want to be, living life the way they want to, eating what they love. Awesome. Sounds so fantastic and definitely in line with what I want to share with everyone here in this self-investing journey with me. My purpose of the self study podcast is for us to connect with other mindful entrepreneurs, get to know who they are, and to also take away some information that can invest in our lives. And so when we interact with these people that have passion behind things that invest in our health and our being, our mind, we also get an opportunity to kind of get fun with it and kind of get to know who they are um, and hopefully connect with them so that we can intentionally invest in ourselves. So here's the scenario. And I have given Leslie the instructions, but she has 10 seconds left for her speech. She's going to get a signal from me so she knows when it's going to be wrapping up. But as soon as I complete the scenario, I'm going to say the stage is yours and you're going to go right into it and the seven minute clock will begin. Here's the scenario. Bianca is struggling with her weight. She's tried everything, every diet you can think of. She's even opted into the thought that her parents are the reason why she's fat and she'll never get the opportunity to be anything other than fat. She walks into the gym of Leslie Urbis and hears Leslie giving a seven minute pep talk to her clients. What does Bianca hear? Leslie, the stage is yours. Awesome. All right, Bianca. I totally hear, you know, where you're at right now. It sounds like you tried it all. Feel like there's nothing left to do. And I totally get wanting to blame your parents. I mean, that's just the easiest way to go, right? But I want to ask you a question here. And my question for you is, how are you really identifying as a person? Are you viewing your life from that standpoint of, I've tried everything and it doesn't work? So you already know that the next thing you try is going to be another thing that you've tried and won't work. 
So you step into the next situation already thinking, oh, well, I mean, this is just another thing that's you know not for me. Or will yield to me a small result that I may either keep or lose faster than I've gained. And you sit there and identify as that person. Now, let me explain that a little bit more from something that's really easy. If you were to think about a squirrel out in nature right now, that squirrel's job is to do one thing, right? Gather nuts, find the nuts, save for the winter potentially, right? So that squirrel doesn't wake up every day considering its identity of, do I need to go search for nuts today? Or is today the day I just lay on the couch and watch Netflix? Day that I blame my parents for the reason for these because my parents didn't gather enough? Or does that squirrel have that purpose of going out to get the nuts to prepare and doesn't think twice? As humans, we are given that ability to choose, is this going to work for us? Is this something that we're going to commit to? So all of those things that you've tried in the past before failed you because you went in with the commitment that they would already fail because you were identifying as somebody that would fall off of the track. You were identifying as I am here, but this is just something else that isn't going to work. And it's easy for us to go back and blame our parents. Oh, our parents never taught us how to eat healthy. Our parents never taught us not to eat candy. They always allowed me to have desserts. They taught me all of these poor things. Well, I can tell you as I'm a dietitian and a personal trainer that candy is consumed every day in my house by myself, by my husband and by my children. And while sometimes it is a little bit of a struggle to get them to understand that candy's not for breakfast since they're only one and three years old, it's not the candy that made us unhealthy. It's not that our parents didn't put those guidelines on us. It's because we are viewing that food in some sort of emotional connection, something that is attached to us. When we go into blaming somebody else for our problem, we actually make ourselves smaller. It's not our parents' fault. It's not our friends' fault. It's not society's fault. It's not dieting's fault. It's not the food marketing place for making a Pringle taste way better than a piece of broccoli, right? It's not the restaurant down the street whose pizza that smells delicious for drawing us in there instead of that salad, which doesn't really bring home a smell to us, right? It's no one else's fault. The biggest thing to change our life in this scenario are four things. And the first thing is identify as somebody who is losing weight. Identify as that person who's able to see the scale move. Identify as that person with the body that they love, that you're fit. Start looking in the mirror. Start waking up every morning with, I am powerful. I am beautiful. I have a flat stomach. I have weight that's dropped off. I am my goal weight. Start identifying yourself as who you want to be instead of this person that's failed at dieting. That's step number one. Step number two is take responsibility. We own our own life. We have the ability to choose. I get it. It's really easy to blame my parents. My parents taught me poor money things. My parents taught me, you know, that dessert was okay. I get it. That's something that's ingrained in you. But now you have the right to choose. You have the ability to say yes or no to the food at hand. You have the ability to say, yes, I'm going to commit to this or no, I'm not going to commit to this. And every time you start a diet in mind that you will fail, you're committing to fail. The third thing that I'd really encourage you to do is understand that we are not our habits. Our habits are things that we do, but the habit you have right now is to fail at dieting. So when you fail at dieting, you see those constant bad results, literally following yourself across the line, like, oh, I stunk at weight loss and now I'm fat and now I have this much weight and I don't look good and I hate myself in the mirror and none of my clothes fit. And we stay on this horizontal plane of just negative thoughts. 
Take yourself out of the thought. It's so easy to do, but you don't realize how easy it is. You're not thinking about pizza when all of a sudden you smell pizza and you're like, hmm, pizza sounds delicious, right? TV plays on us like this. All of a sudden we're watching and we see a Big Mac and we're like, oh, I want a Big Mac because it plays like that. You can change your own thought. So when you have those horizontal thoughts and you're three or four deep, I literally want you to say to yourself, I am not my thoughts. Instead, I choose to think about how weight loss is easy or completely change your mind to something like think about what I need to do at work. And the fourth thing is get something that was designed for you. You're right that those diets have probably failed you in the past because they didn't take into consideration who you were. They didn't tell you based on your past history, your past medical history, your past dieting history, your metabolism, and how you want to live your life, how to form a diet. A good way that I teach is called mindset dieting. Where we take all of those pieces and put them together so that way you can have a solution to your problem without having to give up who you are. There's no reason why you shouldn't be able to eat the pizza or have the candy or to you know live in the moment on a holiday. What becomes the failure is when you have a diet that's a piece of paper that tells you if you don't do these things, you fail. And then all we do is stack a huge list of ways that we've failed at dieting in our life at weight. And we see, well, I failed this many times, so why will this attempt be any better? That comes from mindset. Going into your diet from a different approach and being able to understand the way to diet is actually through yourself and who you are and not through a piece of paper plan. There we have it. What an excellent impromptu speech. I thought you would have prepared it. It was so well organized. Well done. So I do want to share with everyone listening. I have these three different assignments that my guests are participating in. And this one, Danny Dividends, is is very closely related to the financial world. If you know anything about receiving dividends from a stock or that you invested in, um, there's some profit that comes from you investing in that business. And I believe that sometimes when we give people just an option to just express, we can find value and profit in what they're saying. But we also have to be mindful of what we um, put stock in, right? Sometimes we can put stock into thoughts that don't belong to us. We can put stock into ideas that don't really align with us. But nine times out of 10, I feel like there's something that you can profit from with listening to someone, even if it's that you don't align with whatever they're saying. So what I'm going to do now is just kind of share with you the profit that I received from this Danny Dividend presented by Leslie. So the first thing I profited from was the story of the squirrel. I think that was a very good thing, a very good story to have in the back of your your pocket because I was able to connect with that, especially because the squirrel was not worrying about the things that we worry about. But look how free, you know, look how free that animal is experiencing life. Another thing I found profit in was what we identify with and how we had the option to identify with things that actually align with our goals. We identify with I am someone who's losing weight versus I'm someone who can't lose weight. Shifting that narrative does a lot for us. Another thing, and the last thing I want to share is Leslie mentioning that we make ourselves smaller by blaming other people. And that's really 
that really stood out to me because it's like we don't realize how often we give our power away by saying, hey, this person did this and this is their fault. But who are you today? And why can't you tap into the power to change your narrative? What can how can you be creative with changing that narrative? So, Leslie, I appreciate you experiencing in my shenanigans. You did a very awesome job. I want to give you the opportunity right now to just share a little bit more about yourself, about what you provide to people without the restriction of time. Um, just a little bit about your services and things of that nature. Yeah, well, I mean, those seven minutes really were almost yeah. exactly what I would do with somebody. Obviously, I'd ask more questions instead of just tell you. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want you to understand, right? But ideally, that's what I do. I teach mindset dieting from an approach of every diet out there right now wants to come at you with these are the rules you have to follow. But our life doesn't obey rules. If you're a busy CEO running a company, if lunch gets skipped, that's not something that may be a rule for you, right? If you're following a particular diet that that may be the only time you can eat or if it's keto and you're you're out of town and it's like they gave you free lunch and sandwich are you really going to be satisfied with just a piece of turkey and cheese you know it's like i'm probably going to eat the whole sandwich if i'm not going to eat again for four more hours so we get ourselves into these positions where then we stack up our failures and when we have too many failures stacked up against us that winds up in a conundrum where we feel we fail at dieting right so we give up because there's more evidence that we've sucked at it than evidence that we've rocked at it right? And so thus we give up on what it is that we want to do. Um, so through the diet approach, that's what I do. I tackle on all those things. So it's a combination of your past history, medical history, family history, metabolism, and where you want to go. What do you want your life to look like? Do you travel a lot? Um, are you busy? Do you feel like you can't eat your meals all the time? And so you need to have good options of where to grab things. Um, all of those things come into play and we design your life. If pizza's every Friday night, pizza's every Friday night. And the idea here is, is that you deserve, if you're listening to this, I would assume be you know an entrepreneur or a CEO or somebody that's out there trying to change their life. When you try to change your life, you come from inside out. You don't let somebody say, follow this roadmap and you'll be great right? It's the same with dieting. But for some odd reason, we always want to follow somebody else's roadmap and get sucky results. The way that I teach is let's follow your roadmap and let's get you results without having to go through all these guidelines of how to live. I love that approach. Now, when you are working with your clients, do you have a particular times that you're working with them? Is it usually like you do three months, six months or a year? Or how? What's your longest client that sticks with you? Yeah, so you nailed it. I, I have a three, a six and a, a 12 month program. Oh, really? Good. <laughs> so it depends on what they want to do. I do have a group program that's also three months. A lot of the people in the group program, those stick around for more than just one group because they love being with the other people. But yeah, so that's typically how long I be three, six or not, or three, six or 12. Okay. And so if I understand correctly, someone can adopt a lifestyle with foods that have been tagged as unhealthy and still reach their goals and it still be a healthy lifestyle for them overall. Do you still incorporate healthy eating or is it we just really just do what you want to eat and you can still be healthy? Like, do you teach the other components of like, well, some foods will work for you and some foods won't? Can you kind of walk us through that a little bit? Yeah, of course. 
So 100% to both. So I do it from both perspectives of we start with easy things for you to do. Um, and we talk about health related to you. My best way to explain it is that so many people for a long time are like, oh, I need omega-3s, right? Omega-3s are good for me. I'm not saying that they are, they aren't, but they benefit one type of person better than others because it does in particular handle one disease state. So those people, I'd be like, yeah, this is awesome. For the rest of everybody, I'm like, well, you could just be wasting your money. So why don't we focus on this, which is directly going to give you some sort of result. So we talk about it in terms of you to maximize where you're putting your health and to get you those reducing that disease inducing things, right? So what are you doing that's actually increasing your ability to get a disease that's different for you than it is for me? So so really that catered response there. So we do talk about the health things that you'll need in particular, but we also talk about the things like, okay, you know, we need to incorporate, like you're not giving up pizza. I'm allergic to anything in pizza. It doesn't give you any adverse reactions. We're going to keep the pizza. How often do we need to do that? Right. And that's kind of how I teach things and allowing you to understand that people talk about I'm on or I'm off the diet, right? So I kind of fell off or it's been the holiday season. So I kind of fell off. There's no on or off. There's every day is a day. Mm -hmm. I call them like letters, right? Your A game day where everything's perfect. Your F game day, you know, where nothing went right. Your C game day where something, a few things messed up or your V day where we're on vacation. All of those are, you don't just get to be like, I'm on or I'm off. Diet is everything you eat in a day. So in order to live healthfully, you have to know how to do it through every season, the thing that you do and know that there's no, I'm off today. It's just, it's my B game day instead of my A game day. Yeah. So your social media links or your website, uh, did you share those already? Yeah. So my website is leslieurbis.com. You can find me on any platform as Leslie Urbis, really. And then I do called Weight Loss and Wellbeing for High Performers. And you can find all of my stuff in there as well. I do free lives and, and trainings in there as well. But on any of those, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here with me today. I do want to close out the show with you sharing your self-tivity statement. For those who are new listeners, the self-tivity statement is just a formula to create your affirmation with intention. So what is your affirmation? And then what is your support and action statement? So I am wealth and what am I going to do each day to be wealth? Or I am skinny. <laughs> what am I going to do each day to be skinny? Or I am just healthy. What am I going to do each day to be healthy? And so I love it when all my guests come on and share their self-tivity statement. It could be for their life, their day, or for the week. Leslie, what is your self-tivity statement? Yeah, so I would say I'm in the best shape of my life. And I do that through mindset dieting. Perfect. One of the most perfect ones so far. I think we're getting it. <laughs> I think I'm getting better at explaining it at least. Well, I want to thank you again so much, Leslie, for being here with me today. And so next time, everyone, hold on to you as much as you can. Hold on to your health, your being, and your mind. Be mindful. Mm-hmm.